Hello, happy new year, and welcome to episode 4 of the Random Nintendo Podcast. Today's episode is the year that was, and we're going to take a look back at 2011 and ahead to 2012. I'm Jason. And I'm Jose. And before we kick things off, we actually have a special holiday and new year message from a certain Italian plumber. Hello, my friends. Hello to all of my pals at the Random Nintendo Podcast. It's me, Mario. Mamma mia. I say Merry Christmas and a hop, hop, Happy Hanukkah and a Happy New Year too. Wahoo! Mamma mia. You guys are number one. That's quite the intro. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So, as you could tell, Gutsy introduced himself, that was Mario. Uh, huge thanks to Mario, and the, more importantly, the voice of Mario, Charles Martinet, for doing that for us uh, last week when I was at Nintendo World in New York. It was really nice to, to not just say an intro, but to go on a whole little speech like that. Yeah, uh, it's always a treat hearing Mario talk for more than a sentence. It yeah. Sounds, yeah like it, there's just a random, a random comment out there, but for anyone that pre-ordered Mario Galaxy oh, I 1 for GameStop, Mario, like... Basically, he told you like a paragraph long description, like, oh, your game is ready to pick up, be ready to enjoy your adventures, and blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was something else. Right, yeah, and it's cool that we got a custom one where he actually says Nintendo. Yeah, so yeah. once again, huge thanks to Mario and Charles Martinet, who is Mario. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so now that we've done that, let's jump into the news. It's been kind of a slow two weeks for Nintendo. They, uh, I mean, there's been news, but it's the holidays, or it was, so clearly there's not going to be a ton. Yeah, they're just sitting there watching... And letting everything unfold. They're letting like money roll in. Yeah. But yeah, so um, let's kick off what's up with Nintendo with the uh, the good news that the 3DS is actually sales are still picking up. They were doing well last time we had our podcast. Now they're doing them better. In Japan, the 3DS, in its nine months since it came out, overtook the entire lifetime sales of the GameCube, and, which is kind of crazy. Is that, but is that saying much, or is it actually... It is and it isn't. The GameCube sold 4 million units. Well, that's like today in Japan. Something that Call of Duty does in a couple... Right, yeah, that's what Call of Duty does in one day. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, uh, yeah, guess, the GameCube did not do well for Nintendo. Yeah. Well, everyone knows it didn't do well for Nintendo generally. Well, I guess but, games also weren't that mainstream as they are now. Yeah, so yeah, but I don't know, in Japan the GameCube just kind of sucked in terms of sales. Damn. But still, the fact that 3DS overtook the GameCube and it's outside, outpacing the sales of the DS, I think a lot of the worrying about and I've said this in the last podcast, I think a lot of the worry about is the 3DS, 3DS Doomed is kind of falling on the wayside. Now, in fact, people are saying it's the PlayStation Vita Doomed. Um, yeah, the sales, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw that, but the sales, the first yeah. two-day sales were 372,000 in Japan. It came out on the 17th. And then the week after, it dropped 72 per... No, not 72%. It dropped down to 72,000. Yeah. It lost 300,000 in sales in a week. And I don't know if this is exactly due to, or apparently there are a lot of reports coming in from experts that they were mm-hmm. that it's very glitchy and it freezes a lot and people have had to like yeah they just had a lot of technical problems there's that there's there's that there's um it might be it might suffer from the same issue that the, the 3ds had a 250 might just be too expensive for a dedicated gaming handheld and you can get an iphone or an android device or an ipod touch or something for yeah, 200 the, the memory cards are overpriced over there but they're they're more reasonably repriced. But even then, you're not. It's really like three hundred right out the gate because you have to get the system and the card. And the card, like, if yeah. you want a good size one, like it costs. Well, the four gig one is nineteen dollars in the U.S. as opposed to the right. fifty we're right. asking for. Right in Japan. Yeah. yeah. But it'll be interesting to see how the Vita does, and more importantly, if the three D for us at least, if the three DS continues this little steamrolling of sales that it's been doing. Yeah, well. So we'll find out soon enough. And I guess another news. Um, I guess reports that were also from. We got this from the Nintendo Direct that... Um, I don't think this one's from Nintendo Direct. The oh, Fire Emblem thing? No, this is uh, a Japanese newspaper... Was the game announced at Nintendo Direct? It was there, but they... Oh, yeah, but... Yeah, uh, and we'll get to Nintendo Direct in We're talking too. about Fire Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we're talking about Fire Emblem for 3DS, and a Japanese newspaper called... I don't know how to say it, but it's like Nikki or Nikai or Nikkei. N-E-K-K-E-I. They, um, they basically said that there's paid downloadable content coming to Fire Emblem for 3DS, and it's yeah. just the start. The mm-hmm. Wii U will have it, too. Well, Not sure what to think about that one. I yeah, like Nintendo's free DLC. Hopefully it's in the same way that they had for, um, like, the Infamous had that DLC coming out. Oh, right, episode. or, like, how Grand Theft Auto has episodes with actually new yeah. content and not just, like, horse armor for $6, like in uh, Elder Scrolls <laughs> way back yeah, when. or play the game with the higher rate probability of getting a critical hit. Right, now, see, what I'm worried about is, because Fire Emblem's big thing is... Um, 
uh, sorry, just lost my train of thought. People, people dying and not coming back. Like, if you lose oh. a character, they're gone. I could see Nintendo, like, for 99 cents, revive your character. <laughs> so I'm hoping that's not it. I really do hope it's extra campaign chapters or whatever. And I hope they don't make them the same day that the game comes out. Oh, I'm sure they won't. Nintendo's not, that, just feels, Nintendo's not that on the ball with online. Yeah, because that feels <laughs> they just won't. It's like, oh, yeah. the game's out, and now we have, like, three DLCs on mm-hmm. the same day. It's like, what can you just include them in there? And, and it hasn't been confirmed yet, just to be clear. Like, Nikki, Net, uh, they're reliable, how do you say them? They're a reliable newspaper. They're Japan's biggest. They broke the 3DS before it was announced. Yeah. So, but, um, and the DSi. Wasn't there an interview with Reggie where he said that, um... They're experimenting. Well, that they that they don't want to do paid DLC because they want to have the game as complete as possible. Right, but he said that a long time ago, and times... It was this year. Yeah, but in... <laughs> when, when Nintendo starts struggling for money, it becomes a long time ago very That's quickly. True. Money, money meets the world and, Yeah, but it's just kind of... I hope it's I hope it's new chapters that they release like six months later. That I'd be behind, but if it's dumb add-ons, then I would pass. It's only a matter of time until Nintendo did it, though. But, yeah. Yeah. But, and maybe one of the, um... Speaking of it, it was only a matter of time before Nintendo did something. Here's something that I thought never would happen, but it, it did. The official timeline for the Legend of Zelda series is out there. Yeah, and it for is, better or worse. And it is confusing. It's, um... We have a link. If you go to randomtown.com, episode 4, page, um, the year that was... Uh, if you scroll down, we have a link to the timeline, so you it's can check part it out. Of the, it's part of a book that... It's part of a Hyrule... What do they call it? Yeah, it was like a 25th anniversary Zelda booklet called, like, the Hyrule something. And it was a chart in there. Yeah. Mm. But it's... The timeline splits in three different ways. You can view it for yourself, but it is confusing. It's like, there's three alternate paths that happen in the Ocarina of Time story, and each possibility uh, well, leads to a whole sub-series of games. Well, to minute like, for the longest time, like, people that have speculated the Zelda timeline, there has always been the split timeline theory. Like, that one I've been familiar with since... I don't know, like five years ago when right, I first heard Right, but usually it. a split but, implies two, not three. There's a three way. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and that one makes sense because, like, at the end of Ocarina of Time, there's Link defeats Ganon, and then there's that timeline. Right, and then, and then there's. And Zelda sends them back. And then right, so there's timeline. childhood and adult, but and what happens to each. The, I guess, like, the twist that people didn't see coming was that um, Nintendo actually decided to make a timeline based on. If like, Link failed. Yeah, if Link died. So that game over, you maybe have gotten when you were playing Ocarina of Time. Actually has its own series of games. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Link failed. Like Ganon took over. And I guess due to that, I guess it does explain why something got away there. Like maybe why the world starts off so right. like, in such bad shape. Because, well, keep yeah. in mind, yeah, yeah. And keep in mind that Skyward Sword is your, and maybe one other game. I don't remember. Skyward Sword at least predates, the, is before the split. So there's a couple games. At least Ocarina, Sky, Ocarina and uh, Skyward yeah. Sword that are linear and make sense, and that goes into this crazy, convoluted yeah, And the Wind Waker is always worse. I mean, well, the, the right. cell-shaded Link. They right, work right. Well, yeah, 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 obviously. But that's yeah. one of the splits, I think. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess it's, it's strange. I, I don't know. I guess yeah. the bigger issue, and I think you might have been about to say this, is does it even matter? Yeah, I mean, I remember, um, this was a long time ago, but I remember when Miyamoto was first asked about like whether there is a timeline, he was saying that um, they don't even worry about where the game fits in the timeline until, like, they're already done basically making the game. Right. Clearly, there's a few exceptions to that. Skyward Sword, they always said, was a prequel. Yeah. Um, for the most part, like... The, like you said, the cell-shaded handheld DS ones, those clearly have a lineage. Yeah. For, but for, overall, yeah. Yeah, for the most part, like, they want you to be able to play each game and not have to worry about, like, oh, I didn't play Skyward Sword, I'm not going to get Ocarina of Time or something. Which is weird that they now release the list. Yeah. I don't... I, um, I mean, maybe we're just not diehard Zelda fans. Enough yeah, I mean, of diehard like, Zelda like, fans to care. Enough, but. I mean, we love the Zelda fans, but honestly, I don't think we don't really care enough about the timeline. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I, I mean, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't have it's, care. It's, it would have been nice if it was like, okay, it was Ocarina, that was Majora's Mask, that was this, and that was that, and it was like one cohesive thing. But with all the splits, I'm, I'm like, I don't want to try and. I, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, just like. Keep when, releasing the game. Like, I when, I, when I picked the Minish Cap or any other Zelda game for that matter, the first thing I didn't ask was where it belonged in the timeline. I just, like, oh, Zelda. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the difference, I think, between just, like, there are, yeah, the really are. hardcore fans and fans like us. Like, there are Zelda fanatics that yeah. pick apart. They spent years speculating about where this Oh, yeah, yeah. So some of the things they find is interesting. Like, the whole, like, oh, if you played um, Twilight Princess, there's mm-hmm. that stopple that teaches Link new moves. And apparently that's, according to them, that's the young Link from Majora's Mask because he went into the forest, the lost forest without a fairy. And anyone who goes in there isn't to turn into a Stalfos. Whoa, yeah. whoa, I've never heard this, really? Yeah. That so actually makes sense. So How does it fit in the real timeline, though? 
because the princess, oh, no, 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 no. Is, let me rephrase. Is it in the real timeline? Does that does Twilight Princess? Yeah, it, it, it matches up. So oh, so it makes so, sense. Yeah, it, that's cool. See, little things like that I can't appreciate, but I don't. Yeah. I guess that's. I guess in situations like that. And I guess also, I mean, like, and I guess there's no reason why people wouldn't want to speculate about it. I mean, like in Wind Waker, they always mention the hero of time and other right. stuff like that. So right makes you wonder. And people did, and they went crazy. So yeah, yeah. yeah well, and I guess um I don't know. Speaking of crazy. Oh yeah, this is a good <laughs> one. Speaking of crazy, there is this Wii game coming out. Um, it's from the team that made WarioWare and the team that made. Uh, Rhythm Heaven, same team. So you think they made something so you ex- more amazing? Oh, no, it's more amazing, just in a weird, bad way. It's so bad. It, yeah, this is, like, absurd. Okay, it's called... Well, first, a little backstory. Nintendo released a, a second of their pre-recorded press conferences to the fans called Nintendo Direct in Japan, and they announced a whole slew of stuff, which we'll get to in a minute. But by far, the strangest thing they announced is a Wii game that I guarantee is not coming to America called... Kiki trick, and there's a two-minute trailer for it, which you can once again find on the blog post for this episode at randomtown.com. We have a link. Uh, two-minute trailer for it. It's like I don't even know what to call it. It's like take WarioWare, where it's like real rapid-fire things, but take out all gameplay and all cohesion and all logic and just have like it looks like it's an ah, interactive toy. It's supposedly a sound-based game. I don't know what they mean by a sound-based. Like, like, you don't... I don't know. Like, from what... I guess, like, from the trailer, I don't know if it's... Because I saw two different trailers. Like, one There's one was, with gameplay. Yeah, there was one that was straight, straight out gameplay, and it had this guy eating ramen, and it just had a bunch of buttons on the side, and he's like, okay, pick the him slurping, so it just made it some slurping noises. So it sounds and, like an instrument. And then another one was like, okay, he's chewing, so it made chewing noises, and one with him farting and burping. And... So it's like an instrument of sorts with weird yeah. sounds. But I don't know. If See, like... I only saw the other trailer. Which I don't is... know if there was any way to like record them or anything. Yeah, I don't know. I saw the other trailer, which is one where it was literally just rapid fire, some video, some uh, some not video, like some video, some pre-rendered, yeah. some 2D animation, and it was all just like... 20 seconds of each. It's like one guy's like kneeling over in pain, another one was like some like stick figure. It made no sense. Yeah, and the art style changed between. Well, that's true yeah. for all their games, but this like. This is just this weird. Is, this is just outright bizarre. It's, it's almost as weird as that um that game that was announced by third party. I think you know what I'm talking about. It has like the a me face superimposed. Oh, on it's by Nintendo. It's, uh, it's a sequel to Friend Connection or whatever in Japan on the DS. The one that never came. Tama, Tamagotchi. Tama. Well, that game. Basically, there's a game on the DS. Yeah, game. there's a game on the DS in Japan where you use your me, and it's like a weird mix of Animal Crossing and a couple other things, and you, know, you meet other people, and it's very sound. You talk to it, and it talks back and stuff using the mic. That never came to America because they couldn't do the localization of the voices and whatnot, because it would be all new software to understand English. I think that's the sequel to that that you're thinking of. But yes, it was bizarre. They put them on like new yeah. faces on realistically. It, it, it was bodies. a human pic. It was a human body, like right. a real human. Oh, body. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was just a picture and with a me face. Yeah, yeah I, think that's, face. I think that's a teaser for that game. But yeah. yeah, this is weirder than that. Definitely, it's um, definitely watch the YouTube videos if you haven't. It's it's strange. Yeah. Very strange. But to counteract the weirdness, there's a ton of good news from the Nintendo Direct uh, video that Iwata, Nintendo's president, Satoru Iwata, he uh, hosted it. It's an hour long or so. He, for some reason, felt the need to make all the announcements while standing in front of a gym or like what? a motion capture studio or something. It's him in the middle of a room, and there's like scaffolding behind him and like a basket and like a hoop of some sort and all these mats. And it's, I, I guess he was at the yeah, gym, and they're like, "Hey, we need a recording." He's like, "Okay," and he put on a suit, and they recorded him. I don't know, but I guess he's trying to like subliminally say like, "Go play sports." Yeah, and then town got fed up with playing a little. Why don't you take a break and go outside? Messages on yeah, their. We're going outside. <laughs> we have lies, look. But, yeah. Um, yeah, they announced not a whole lot of new stuff, just nice confirmation of things to come. And this was for Japan, but obviously the vast majority of it will be here in America, too. Um, they confirmed Kid Icarus for the end of March, as Nintendo of America announced. And they reconfirmed there's going to be three-on-three uh, battle mode, online and local multiplayer. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Did they mention anything about the cards, the AR cards? Not that I remember. Um, I don't know. That's still gimmicky. The AR card, like we tried yeah. it at Comic Con, remember? Or I try? I don't, did you try it at Comic Con? No, yeah, yeah, they were just right, and there. you just put the cards in front of each other, and they battle automatically. Like you put the cards side by side, you look at it through the AR, through the game's AR, yeah, and augmented reality, and they just 
the little yeah, the, pit and a little Medusa pop up, and they kind of clash, and then Pit wins, and that's it. Yeah, the, the fighting is very similar to the whole Street Pass dungeon thing, like just without the attacking animations. You just see their like poofs of smoke coming out of each one. And yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of lame, honestly. But um, the multiplayer should hopefully be good. I mean, the last time that the team that's making today, Chris, did multiplayer, it was Smash Bros. Brawl. Which was a little laggy, so hopefully they ironed it out for uh, Kid Icarus. Hopefully that's why it was. Yeah, delayed. I remember they had like a whole like one of the Dojo Days um updates was um oh for Smash Bros. Yeah, just showing off like how smooth the online was. It was, but no one else is playing. <laughs> that's what they forgot yeah. about. But yeah, in addition to Kid Icarus, they also reconfirmed Resident Evil Revelations, and actually in Japan they're doing a fan event on I believe January twentieth for Resident Evil, and the Re- Revelations will definitely play a role in that. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Three D Snake Eater is reconfirmed for this three-month window, and Square has a couple things coming out. Uh, there's Kingdom Hearts at some point. Dream Drop, di- dream dream drop, drop, drop Distance. distance. Yeah, because yeah, they needed to figure out how to say 3D, but not have it just be 3D. Yep. It's like, remember when the, in the original DS days, everyone was like, oh, Demon Skies, and Dark Souls, and Demented, all these like DS things. Yeah, or Dark like, Souls is the PS3 game. Yeah, I was just using the <laughs> DS thing. I was making up names as I went. Dual Strike. There we go. Advanced Wars. Dual Strike. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so they're going to have Kingdom Hearts at some point, and Tron's in it. That's cool. The whole, they're bringing the Tron world into it. And uh, also Square has a brand new RPG series called Bravery Default. Wasn't it called Bravely Default? I thought it was Bravery Default. I remember the trailer said Bravely Default. You know what? Let's figure this out. Well, anyway, I think it's Bravery Default. I'm pretty sure it's Bravely, but it doesn't no, really matter. No, because Bravely thing. Default makes a little more sense grammatically than Bravely, and I remember thinking they stuck the name into like an English name generator, and that's what came up. Oh, no, it was definitely Bravely. That's how I remember it. But I, Well, hold on. I'm finding out. Hang on. Yeah, we're making everyone braver, Bravery Default. It's Bravery. Are you sure? Wow. Yep, Bravery Default. Huh. It oh, makes even... No, that's Bravely Default. No, but, but oh, it is bravely. Ah, oh. I learned this from. I clearly was the only person who made that mistake, judging by Google. <laughs> no, it is bravery. What? Oh no, it's brave. God, this is confusing. It's bravely. It it depends on what site you're reading. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Here we go. Bravely. Okay. Nintendo it's bravely. It's bravely. <laughs> Aren't you glad you stuck out for all that to hear us debate it? Anyway, yeah, bravely default. Hey, well, we can't give them wrong information. I know. Well, the point point being, <laughs> it's a new 3D RPG for the 3DS. Are you gonna get it? It looks cool. The trailer looks cool, but I'm picky with RPGs, so I don't know. But I don't think they announced a release date either. They're just like, hey guys, just a reminder, it's it's in the works. But it is nice to see uh, Square do a brand new IP. Mm. So. I'll consider it once more information's out. Definitely. Um, and the last bit of news from Nintendo Direct is they are adding Nintendo character costumes to the 3DS Dynasty Warriors game, which is called Dynasty Warriors Next. Because they ran out. They ran out of good game names. Clearly, <laughs> that's not even the adventure continued. They're just next. <laughs> <laughs> next. Uh, but yeah, it. Uh, they they'll have Nintendo character costumes. So that should be interesting. If you ever wanted to see Mario wield a giant... Okay, picture the no, Mario... Wait, wait, wait. That, picture the Mario... Costumes Mar- or the costumes. actual Nintendo characters? Costumes. Costumes. Oh, oh, so it wouldn't be Mario. It'd yeah. be a warrior like the, and a Mario. It's not like the basketball right. hoop. Uh, that basketball game that came out for the GameCube. NBA Street. Yeah. Or they had Mario dunking over Princess Peach and Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty or, awesome. There was also a snowboarding one. Yeah, SSX on tour had them. I miss that. Yeah. It was so out of place. It was amazing. But yeah, so that's going to be in Dynasty Warriors. So a lot of big third-party stuff, particularly in Japan, and obviously it will come to America. They announced some other things, like they're going to do a photo contest, a 3D photo contest in Japan with Nintendo judging and providing prizes. They're they're going to do uh, they're going to do there was something else I was going to say. Why are you listening today? I keep forgetting my. Well, there is a 3D photo contest. Oh, there's a photo booth app that they're releasing for Japan. Kinda photo like, booth app? Like photo booth for Mac? No, like photo booth, like Japanese photo booth where it's like you add pretty pink flowers everywhere. You know those booths? That are like no, yeah, 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 like that. Because they're huge in Japan, so they're going to add it to uh, the 3DS. That might be... There's something coming out called LOL Lots of Laughs. That, I don't think it's the photo booth, though, but it could be. The 3DS photo app that already comes, it kind of does that already, but I guess this is just a more fleshed out. Is it, more Wait, is it by fancy. Nintendo? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, that's weird. Yep. Is it free? I have no idea. <laughs> I would assume so, because I think it's another selling gimmick, like bullet point to put on the back of the box type of deal. 
but yeah, so that's what uh, that's what's on the horizon for the 3DS, and that was really the only Nintendo news this week, or these past two weeks, because honestly, it was Christmas, it was Hanukkah, it was new, it is New Year's. It was everything. Yeah, it was. There was no chance for them to put news out. Everyone was on vacation, so yeah. I mean, that, everything they would that they wanted out is already out. Now the so. funny thing is, they couldn't announce any news, but they sure did push a lot of big. 3DS eShop titles out in the past month. Oh, I mean, yeah, mostly over the last two weeks. We yeah. got Swap Note, Pushmo, and Mighty Switch Force. Swap um, Note wasn't even like on their list. So Swap Note know. was out of nowhere, yeah. yeah. Oh, and we got, uh, how many V's are in the title? Is it five? V, 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 V? Yeah, I think it's five. V, 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 V. Yeah, five. V, 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 which is an indie game that just got a 3D makeover for 3DS. Still keeps the aesthetic, but has depth now. That just came out as well. Yep, starring Captain Viridian, appears yes. in that one game, Super Meat Boy. That's there a you go. Character. Yeah, but um, just if you wanted to know, the more you know. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so there's all these sun. It's this huge influx of eShop games, and there's also and apps uh, push or swap notes an app more than a game. Um, and then in January they have, I always mispronounce it, the Samurai game. Sakura Samurai. Thank you. And then Dylan's Rolling Western, either in January as well or February. I've heard really mixed impressions on that game based yeah. on the demos. But well, long story short, the eShop's really coming to its own right now, which is nice during the lull of releases. So, what we've been playing this week is primarily eShop stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, surprisingly, one of the games I've been playing the most this week is Swap Note, which is not so much it is a game, but it yeah. actually can be considered a game. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, and well, I, I guess to push it, it's we finally got the messaging system. We've been wanting to like, like send more than a sixteen character message to our friends directly aimed at our friends. And they and ha- it see what was annoying about what you were describing is it was in the status of the friends list, so no one would know it was there. Yeah. Unless they happy to look. But with this, you get a, it goes through Spot Pass. Your little blue light turns on. You're on your 3ds. You get a notification. It's handy. Yeah, and I mean, and I guess for better or for worse, you you can't type anything. It has to it's everything has to be handwritten. Yeah, how it works is it's essentially Nintendo. Nintendo never releases a standard thing. They always put some sort of Nintendo magic, some sort of Nintendo twist. So this yeah, is like messaging you, with a Nintendo. Yeah, twist. Like even the friends list. I mean, it has like your little me, like actually animated playing. Like they didn't have to do right, that. Like, right. Most friends lists are just text and, yeah. and avatars, but this has like avatars and yeah, and your favorite game. <laughs> yeah, but um. But yeah, so like with the messaging app, what SwapNote is, for those who may not have tried it, it is free. We recommend you download it. It's really fun. Um, is It's hand-drawn notes you send back and forth. It's PictoChat through the internet. Essentially. It's PictoChat mixed with the Wii message board, yeah. which is actually a point I want to make in a few minutes, but we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, how it works is you can write a note, and you unlock more features like stationary and 3D notes so you can layer what you're writing on top of yeah, each other. All done through this little avatar they created called Nikki that tells you everything. Yes, there's this really annoying girl called... <laughs> it's a me called Nikki, and she, like, with the first day or so you're using it when you are getting most of the features, she's just, like, pestering you nonstop. Every, like, every five minutes. <laughs> really? Yeah, someone made an avatar of Nikki uh, and used her in Mario Kart. That's funny. That was kind of funny. That is funny. But, yeah, she's, like, super annoying, I think. Either that or she was coming on to me. I don't know which. Yeah. But... Because <laughs> that's like their first like fleshed out character of a me. Yep. But uh, yeah, so you send the messages back and forth. You can unlock things as you go. You can spend your play coins, which you earn by walking around with your 3DS. Yeah, there's um, a lot to spend on. Like you use it to unlock features. You use it to unlock like 30 different kinds of stationery. There's a yeah. lot of There's stationary. tons of stationery. There's stuff like you could time a message to open at a certain time. like Or like seven days in the future. Right, that's or you could even postmark it like seven days in the past to make it look like you sent it that long ago. Wait, you can do that? Yeah. Oh, I need to try that. But yeah, because like, I have three or four that are waiting for me right now, and I'm sure at least one of them is a New Year's thing or something. But yeah, it's... Uh, Maybe. I mean, but today <laughs> is New Year's. Silly me. Okay, yeah, obviously we haven't recorded on New Year's. That would be crazy. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it... Uh, yeah, it's it's a cool app. It's definitely a cool app. Um, but one thing I was going to say is it really shows... I made this point on the last episode, episode three, but it really shows that... Um, Nintendo bakes their ideas for a really, really long time. Because Swap Note to me is literally what PictoChat and the Wii Message Board were trying to do and neither could. It's like it combined them into one, like the successful yeah, final product. Like, like PictoChat was fine, but it was missing the online part. PictoChat was, yeah, PictoChat was you draw and, messages, you write messages. And it was all like a live chat, like why would you live chat with someone right next to you? Right, me? right. And then Wii Message Board was you send messages back and forth email style, but no one did because you couldn't really do anything. You could attach 
photo from Animal Crossing or Mario Galaxy, and that's about like a screenshot, and that's yeah, like and, it. and also, I mean, like, I guess you could also attach photos you take yourself, but you have to kind of upload them to your Wii, and it's a half. And, and since the 3DS has a camera already, it's just all seamless. And easy. Right? Yeah, the 3D you can embed photos, you can embed audio. It's really what they were trying. And we speak on the Wii; they attempted to let you embed audio. Oh, that's right. Basically. The Wii message board, this is what it should have been, next to a little Pisco chat. And it's funny to watch Nintendo, you can see them try and fail, and then try and fail again, mm-hmm. and finally get it right, third time's a charm here. Yeah, I mean, there's minor nitpicks, but, like, other than that, it's a, it's really good. It's like, a really cool app, it's like, totally free, like and it's had, pretty fleshed yeah. out. Like, if I had to pick one thing that I didn't like about it, and not that I don't like about it, just, like, I wish they had implemented it, is that you could reply to replies. Oh, that's an, oh yeah, that's another interesting thing, is you could send it to a group of people, and Everyone, then it's like a Facebook status. Where there's the original message and everyone writes their replies to that message and it logs them in order. It's like a forum or a yeah, Facebook. Status. Except that's where it ends. You can't. Reply you can't reply to that. It. But I'm sure they'll update yeah. that in the future. But it, it is definitely. Yeah. It is a cool little app. It's really, and you could send messages to like 20 people at once or something. Yeah. It's, oh, and, and also, um, and besides the messages, like you could have up to four um panels and that get animated. Oh, per message. They could do like yeah. a comic. Yeah, stuff. you could do a comic book. And what's really cool is that when you send the message, it gets drawn to you in real time. Oh, yeah, that's a neat feature. And if you're and too, it's and if you're too impatient for it to go in real time, because it'll, it'll like show the person drawing in or writing it, you can hit right on the uh, analog stick of the 3DS and it fast forward. Or you can just tap and it'll, or it can tap and it'll yeah. do the whole thing. But it's kind of cool sometimes to get animated just a little faster. But yeah, so that was, honestly, I was um, traveling the most of the last time between last now and the last podcast, so I didn't play a whole lot. I did play Mario Kart um, on the plane both ways, and I did manage to street pass 77 times when I was in New York City, including 21 new street pass points in Mario Kart, so I'm excited to well, try their Grand Prix and go online against them and whatnot, but I didn't play much beyond that. You, on the other hand, you've been go, pow, plowing through a push mode my Switch Force, right? You picked them up on the same day. So it was, on the day my Switch Force came out. I had kind of so worked on Pushmo. Right. Yeah, Pushmo's been out for a few weeks. Yeah, so. but I, I really wanted the, that limited edition Zelda 3DS point card. Ah, right. Where is it? Yeah, it's right here. Oh, very nice. Everyone at yep. home can't see this, but that's okay. But yeah. <laughs> yep. Ganondorf is going to give Link a nice Warlock punch right there. For, if anyone's curious, it's the card is just the artwork from the uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D soundtrack that Club Nintendo gave out. It's that artwork on a point card. Funny yeah. how that whole thing like settled down. The where CD. Like, yeah. Because they realized that they blew it. But it, I don't, yeah. W- what happened again? It was like uh, basically they more people, ran out of CDs. Yeah. More people want, got it than they than they should have yeah, they, given. They anticipated. Right. And as a result they did a second batch. Yeah. Like, but, like by the time I registered my game they didn't have any anymore and I did it as soon as I got home so they had to but, okay anyone that bought the game in the first 24 hours will get one basically. Right. But oh, basically Pushmo yeah, so, we got so sidetracked. This whole podcast has yeah. actually been like so all Pushmo, um, Yeah, based on the trailers, I'm like, oh, this will look like a fun puzzle game, and it's a fun puzzle game. Even the, a lot of, but I guess I'll just say, like, overall, it's a really fun game. I really love the puzzle designs, and even the puzzles that, like, most of the time, at least where I'm at, I haven't been in the whole game yet, I'm really close to them. Mm-hmm. But there are some really difficult puzzles where you'll, like, get really mad because you don't see the, the solution, but it'll be the easiest thing ever. Or... You'll see the solution right away from the beginning, but it's still really fun to solve it. I mean, it's, I don't know, like, it's fun to so solve. the difficulty curve kind of all over the place? Um, actually, it's, it doesn't, it starts so easy, it's kind of mind-numbing. They hold your hand so hard, like, it's literally like... It's like your hand goes numb. <laughs> yeah, okay, let me just give you a quick example. They hold it to the point that circulation um, cuts off. Like, the, the first, um, like, 16 levels, like, let's just say, like, the first, the, like... All the, um, it's split into like chapters, and each chapter has like 18, or 18 to 16 levels. Mm-hmm. I think they're 16. Mm-hmm. And um, the first like 12 or so, they're teaching you like, all the, like okay, you could pull blocks from the side, you could jump, you could you could jump over gaps and stuff like right. that. But like when you start a puzzle, it'll show like this little guy like solving it, and you see him solve it, and then he gets trapped, so you have to solve it again. And then so as, they show you exactly how to solve it, and yeah. then expect you to... And then as you're going up, and let's say they're teaching you how to do pull it from the side. They'll show the little dude, pull it from the side, jump up, then he gets trapped. And then when you're doing it, as soon as you jump onto the block, we're supposed to pull it from the side, the game stops you, and it goes, oh, see that thing you just learned? Now you could implement it and pull it from the side. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they do that so many times in the beginning. It's just like, it's it's not fun at all. You just... That's actually really funny. Like, and for anyone that's played any puzzle games, I don't or, know. It, yeah. yeah, some of them are... 
so obvious like you just want to burn through it but they keep stopping you like but once you learn everything then it's fun yeah then it's fun you just have to uh you you really have to get through the first chapter to really enjoy the game right right how's the um 3d because i know that some reviews have really praised 3d as like this is the best example because you Um, pull pull away from the screen and push into the screen well i mean the 3d is there and it works i mean (laughs) That's all I can really. That's all I can really say. I mean, good or bad? I mean, as far as um, does it? Okay, this is just my opinion, or just like from my experience. Yeah. Um, does it help me? Does it improve on the depth perception and like allow me to make difficult jumps? I does wouldn't. It? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. Right. I mean, are we talking general three D here or push mode? Push mode. 3D. Okay. Because um, there are times where I guess you would have to make a jump towards you, but then not fly too far into the screen uh-huh. and miss the block. No, no, I've just never had trouble with platforming in the third dimension. Yeah, it was kind of funny. I feel like Nintendo created a fake so, problem. Yeah, so when they were, like, in general, like, with Mario Land and everything, when yeah. they were talking about Mario Land before it came out, um, and they're like, oh, platforming's so hard, and, like, Mario 64 was so hard. It was? Yeah, like, I've never had a problem with it. It, it, just, mean, it just looks cool, but, I mean, yeah. I could see where they're coming at. But... I could see for, like, gamers that aren't as experienced. Like, that's why the 2D Mario so, sells so much better, because you're just going left to right, you jump, you hit what you want, but with the 3D game, you just have to judge the shadows and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, we've like, since Mario 64, like, we've... Yeah, I, I, have no, I had no trouble. When they said that, I'm like, if, if you insist, I mean, yeah, that's, so, that's, like, such a PR move to create a problem that didn't fully exist for people, and then... Yeah, yeah. So, so for Pushmore, I feel it's no different, but the 3D effect, it does look nice. Like, when you do have the different right. layers, like, it, yeah, it's definitely... Right, it, and it has, a, nice it has this uh, pretty deep level creator doesn't yeah the, it? the level creator um don't mess with it until you've beaten at least half the game because um there are so many little like features like oh you later you unlock ladders and switches right and you don't get to use them right away you have to play those levels first obviously yeah and i don't know it's um i think some of the things people have created are really really impressive but i can't download anything because i it says i'm not advanced enough how and, have you beaten the game? No, I'm like more than halfway done with it. And they don't let you get new. No, I, that's, I still that's can't weird. download anything. It's kind of frustrating. Which that is a little weird. Which kind of worries me. Like, what if someone that just wants to play the game isn't that experienced in puzzle games and just can't beat the game? And then they can never go create some dude's Mario or go get some dude's yeah, Mario. Yeah, because you, you could create puzzles. Like I can. I've, and they're detailed. I've seen a few. Yeah, they're could, fancy. Um, and it's I don't. Know, and it's surprisingly fun to create them. Like I, the first puzzle I made, it was literally just I just scribbled. I picked 10 different colors, and I just scribbled on the touchscreen until it was all filled. And I'm like, okay, I don't even see how it's possible to solve it. So I tried solving it, got to a point where I couldn't go any further, altered it a little bit, and made a solvable one. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah. cool. But, and I do like that they use QR codes to share them, because I've seen, like, on internet forums, just pages of really cool Oh, yeah. Puzzles. Um, I, um, I started following a Twitter that puts one Oh, yeah, one a day. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that. Uh, what's the name of that Twitter? I don't know. We can find out. Man, what is with us today? <laughs> it is Daily Pushmo. <laughs> they're creative. But that's really cool. And it's funny, I don't know if you noticed the QR codes for Pushmo are like twice as in, like they have like twice as much data crammed into them <laughs> as like a standard QR code. Like they're like these gargantuan things, like so many itty bitty black pixels. Yeah, they're, like compared to the even the Pokemon ones right. where they're just like you right. can draw it yourself with yeah. like, these are like very interesting. It looks like T V static. Yeah, it's 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 intense. But um so that's push. So overall, recommend Pushmo. Or? I highly recommend Pushmo. It's really fun. It's I don't know. It's a nice indication of like the potential there is to make really good games. Especially at yeah, cheap price, because Pushmo yeah, is like what seven bucks. Yeah, it was six ninety nine, and I don't know, it's really cheap. Like I still, yeah, I'm still going through it, and I've paid it for more than I paid my Switch for the other game. Right. Which right. Was, it was cheaper, but I guess it justifies the. Well, yeah. I'll get to that in a bit. But yeah. Yeah. yeah Pushmo is good. You buy. <laughs> yeah apparently cavemen have taken over push more good you buy <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah i've been meaning it i just haven't gone if you have a 3ds it. you should, that, that's a it's like a must-have download yeah i would it's say so the 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 star of the e-shop yep and you get to control little fat sumo wrestler that are is he a sumo i don't think they're sumo yeah oh okay well they have the the under well i don't want to call the it diaper, underwear the diaper yeah and every, at the start of every level he left the one leg like he's doing that thing. oh okay that's nice yeah yeah, yeah. it's a, a very appealing character design the art style of the game is pretty charming I would say so. Yeah, it, I, I've noticed that. Yeah, colorful yeah. and... Colorful and playful. Yeah. And, yeah, so you mentioned my Switch Force, which is the other big eShop game you've been playing. Yeah, and this is one of the games I was really looking forward to ever since I discovered how awesome WayForward is. Yeah. But um, my Switch Force... Um, well, did it live up to your expectations? Um, 
It lived up to <laughs> all my expectations except for one. Which was? Um, length. Oh. Well, see, if it's a good game, length isn't that important. No, Unless it's, it's like a two-minute no, it, no, it's, it's not. it's not so much that um, it left me wishing, like, oh, this game is too short. It was just so much, like, it just left me wanting so much more. Because the game, the, 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 the levels are so good that when I finished it, I felt like they could have done a little bit more puzzles. So, in other words, it was so good you didn't want it to end and you thought it had untapped potential? Yeah. I see. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It left me wanting more. So, well, describe the, describe the game. Uh, I mean, I played it. We went to a Way Forward event in L- here in LA. I think we mentioned it on an earlier podcast. Um, yeah, that is. At Giant Robot 2 in West LA. Uh, we tried the game there, so I played a little. I know it's kind of like puzzles with a hint of Mega Man, sort of. Yeah, well, basically, um, you, um, you play as this, um, this op- this police officer called Patricia Wagon, or Patty Wagon, and... Oh, that wit! Those developers, oh, they're so witty. And, um, <laughs> her helmet, or I should say, she has the ability to, like, push blocks from, switch them between the foreground and the background. When they're in the right. foreground, you can jump on them. When they're in the background, you can't. And that's how the game uses Yeah, and, and sometimes you have to use, like, you have to make an enemy walk in front of a block, and then you switch it so that it... Oh, it right, right. And sometimes they, and they crash into the screen, so... Like, yeah, that happened to me when I played the demo. There's layers of death in that game. Like, it looks, yeah. The, the sprite work is really, really nice. It looks, it looks really good, and the animations are so fluid, and, I don't know, everything is just... Just the way well, WayForward's very good about that. Yeah, All like the games it, are like that. It's visually... visually Stimulating. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's a really pretty game. It's a really pretty game. Mm-hmm. And um, the object of the game is to capture five... They're called the Hooligan Sisters. There's five of them. Yeah. Okay. And, <laughs> and you have this radar on the bottom and tells you... like It's not a. It's definitely not a linear game. You have like this... I don't want to call it an open world, but it's like a giant... Is it like Metroid? Like old 2D Metroid, where yeah, like, you have a world and you have to keep backtracking, and it, it or Castlevania or Metroidvania. Yeah, just to a really small. Extent it's like a mini because, Castlevania. Yeah, because like you have sixteen, they call them incidents, sixteen levels, right? And um, each one is like a, they're all like little puzzles. Like you might have like ten platforms. Like okay, you have to go all the way up to get one hooligan sister, go back all the way down to get the other one. Right. And then yeah, and then they have like different blocks that do different things. Like you have some that launch you, you have some that. If you stand on them and then you activate the switch thing, they won't switch out. So you have to kind of manipulate those. Uh-huh. But I don't know it's it's really fun and a lot of the times like you know you won't get stuck, but um they do um they give you a part time like that you feel you have to complete the first time you play it, but it isn't a requirement. Is and the time reasonable or is it like a speed run time? It's a definitely a speed run time. So then you feel like you're failing like, even when you're doing well. Yeah, like almost all my <laughs> times were double that of the part time, and I thought I was doing. Okay. Right. But th- well, there's your extra content. I have to go back. Yeah, like I've actually been going back and I've been being the part time because you unlock this gun that kills everything in one hit, and there's something that you couldn't even kill with your previous gun. Right. So I don't know if that part time was designed for that gun or the other gun, but I know. would use the most powerful gun. <laughs> yeah. Whichever and one that is. An interesting thing that I noticed was um the last level doesn't play at all like the previous levels. The previous levels all had you just looking for the five sisters scattered right. throughout this big map. Right. And the last level is completely linear. You're just climbing all the way to the top, uh-huh. and you don't have the power to switch. It's all done automated. You hear so it's, it becomes timing based. Platform. Yeah, you hear like three beeps, and then it switches. Three beeps, and switches, but all at the same at the same speed. Right, right. And then you fight like I don't want to spoil, it, but you fight a boss because right in the beginning of the level, you see like this giant cracked egg, and yeah, you fight this boss, and you have to save the sisters, well, save slash capture, and you the, the game. Sister. Yeah, but. Yeah, I, don't know, that, I just thought that was weird, and I felt like, like, oh, I wanted to see some levels using that, where... Right, it was like a tease of what could have been, but they yeah, didn't Yeah, because then when you have control of the switching, you're more comfortable with your jumps, because you could create, you could cre- you could switch the block there to save you. Right. But in this one, you have to kind of hurry up, because it's out right. of your control. Right, right. But, yeah, other than that, um, I mean, it was only five ninety no, four ninety nine or five ninety nine. It was... five ninety nine, I believe. Yeah, it was... It was cheaper than the average game. So. Than Pushmo. <laughs> yeah, so it, so it was okay for the Since price. I asked the question for Pushmo, I'll now ask for uh, Miss Paddywagon's adventure here. Uh, my Switch Force, yay or nay? I it seems like a yay. Yeah, it's definitely a yay. Definitely a yay. So you definitely were checking Because if out. more people give it a yay, then who knows what their next Mighty title will be, or if they'll even do a Shantae game for 3DS. And oh, that'd be style. cool. That'd be cool. Shantae 3? Yeah, Shantae's Mystery <laughs> even had a lot of that jumping between the foreground and background. So Right, right. 
Uh, yeah, so my Switch 4 seems like, based between like the brief time I played it and what you've been saying, it really feels like it's a little bit of everything from way forward various games. Oh, from the Mighty Games, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's puzzle, it's platforming, it's pure fun, and they all star a... A sassy, scantily clad woman. Yep. With a ridiculous name. Yep. Paddy Wagon. So, <laughs> so yeah, well, I guess that's a, that's a nice little summary of the big new eShop stuff. Uh, neither of us have had the chance to play yet. I played it when it was on Steam, and it seems like it's the same game, but it's fun. It's just what what is the, I'm not even sure how V times five even works. It's a it's going back to time like my switch where you have to save five scientists. You're you're stuck in a ship. Okay. And you don't have the ability to jump. You have the ability to reverse gravity. Oh, so it's like one of those platforms where, or puzzle platforms where you're walking on the floor and suddenly you have to walk on the ceiling. Then you go yeah, because the it spikes on the floor. Right. Yeah, or oh. sometimes you have to like let oh. yourself fall down a lot. And then you switch at the last Yeah, and, no, yeah. And, yeah and then once you land on the bottom, you have to switch to go to the other side. Right, because okay. Gap. Yeah, because I haven't really been keeping track of, yeah, it's, it's pretty of the game with the Vs. Because I'm, I'm giving up on saying its name. Because, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I and I guess the 3D one, they just... Yeah, it's a it's another puzzle platformer and it's and it has an interesting it looks like an a, like a Commodore sixty four yeah it does have a very uh, like Atari ish it's just pretty eight bit style yeah really old. yeah well maybe I'll check that maybe that's something we can look into for the next podcast because it seems it seems cool it's been getting good reviews and it yeah. came out very recently so yeah I mean I was gonna get it on Steam for two dollars but now that I have three D might just get on three D so I could take it anywhere right that that is logical. Yep. Although you could take your computer anywhere too, it's a laptop. But that's another point. Yeah, another, that's another thing for yeah. another day. Yeah, but since we connected to the internet, I can get my achievements and if right, I take right, it anywhere. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but um, so I guess, I mean, all we've been playing is eShop games lately, at least you. But uh, overall, this this year, I mean, it's the new year now. Uh, twenty eleven is a thing of the past. We're now in twenty twelve. So I I think maybe we should. You know, look back at 2011 for a bit, and uh, that is the theme of the episode, the year that was. So if we didn't do it, we kind of screwed up. <laughs> so we should definitely look back at 2011 and probably ahead to 2012. So I guess the first thing to kick off with would be our personal favorite games yeah. of the year. And how about you go first, Jason? Yeah, okay, you haven't talked about lately, so sure. <laughs> Although I don't. Yeah, well, what were your favorite, what games defined your year? For me, well, here's the thing. This was a weird year for games. I mean, we had the launch of the 3DS, and we had games then, and then we had ports all summer, Zelda, Star Fox, both very good games, but in terms of, like, and I mean, when the 3DS launched, there's Pilot New Wings. New IPs, I guess? Yeah, there's Pilot Wings, there was Ridge Racer, there's good stuff, just not, like, really good Memorable? Stuff. Right. I feel like the most memorable experiences I had were here at the end of the year, or there at the end of the year, now that's 2012, with uh, Mario Land, Mario Kart, and... Uh, Zelda Skyward Sword, and we've obviously talked about those before, but I think for me personally, Mario Kart is probably my top pick. I love this. I'm. I think Mario Kart's probably my favorite franchise. Oh. So Seven really is Mario Kart Seven for the 3DS. Really is the best of all the Mario Karts. I mean, we kind of talked about this last yeah. week. But, but, but now you've had like a full month to play with it. Right, and I played. Uh, oh, and I played it a ton. Where, where would you stack it? As opposed to the other Mario Karts, because a lot of people say it's DS, and I know we kind of touched upon it whether DS we or Wii. Yeah, whether it would have the potential to be better than DS or the Wii. Well, what do you think now? I definitely think it is better than those. I actually think it's <laughs> I think it's the best of all of them. Really, they got the online infrastructure of the Wii version and the Me integration and that sort of thing, combined with the more I guess portable friendly nature and the more simplistic Mario Kart of DS. Because, like, the Wii one, they had 12 characters and all the items fell off balance, in my opinion, that sort of thing. But 7 feels a lot more like DS. 8 characters, things are balanced again. Um, not The rubber banding's not quite as crazy as it wasn't for the AI opponents. It's not quite as crazy as it was in Wii. So, yeah, I think 7, I think seven really is the best of the bunch. And I'm, I think Pirates because they did a really good job with online. Actually, they just did a really good job with community features in general. They had the online communities, which are cool. So you can have a group of friends racing, finally. And on their respective systems, and while online, you do that locally, obviously. And more to the point, the Street Pass stuff is incredible. I uh, I didn't really know how it worked until it, I, it happened to me. And basically, when you Street Pass with me, you get their uh, custom Grand Prix, any time trial they may have, and they're added to a special online opponent list. So you now you have your friends list, but now you have this list of people you randomly meet that you can also race at any time. 
and once their street pass with you, they just appear in the game. There's been, I've been doing single player Grand Prix, and some random me will just show up, like Joe from Boston or something will just appear in the game, and it'll just let me know, hey, you're racing against Joe. And it's not, obviously it's not really him, it's an AI recreation, but it's still really cool that yeah. it really brings together the Mario Kart fan base, and it really feels like you're yeah. like... And it's nice such that, um, like, depending on their playstyle, like, they'll say Banana Blister, and right, the only yeah. item they'll get is bananas, and they'll be good at using the bananas. Or... Yeah, yeah, it's, they did a really nice job, it really brings together the Mario Kart world. Like, I feel like it, yeah, they did a really, I, I love Mario Kart 7, plus, I, like I said, I'm a sucker for Mario Kart. One thing I'm kind of indifferent about are the voices of the bees. Oh. They, I, I made a joke about this the other day on Twitter, but they sound like they just inhaled a ton of helium and just went on a race after getting, like, high off helium. <laughs> like, their voices are so high-pitched, it's weird. Yeah, and but... it's really, it, you get used to it, but like I switched from using Koopa Troopa to my me recently because I was like, oh, if I'm street passing all these people, I should have a better representation of myself type of thing. And man, he's annoying. Yeah, it's I mean, like I, I don't know. Yeah, I was, I was pretty annoying when I first like was using them on the on the Wii, but no, no, I, I just got used to it. I think it's even grown on me. Like I couldn't, like I pictured like a me having a more human toned voice. Oh, that'd be a little weird. And, too. and, and I don't know, it just sounded like it. It just. I, it's not going to be creepy or weird. It just doesn't need to be that high. It's like, like They sound like Yoshi. I don't understand why. <laughs> it can be like a little lower. Like I don't know. But besides that, Mario Kart 7 is awesome. Probably my game of the year. Although Skyward Sword, Zelda Skyward Sword is definitely a very close second. First of all, the game just looks spectacular. The graphics are really good. And of course, the gameplay is great. They have a streamlined Zelda, which I appreciate because I've always been leaning more towards linear gaming experiences and open world. I don't know why, I just like linear a bit more, so I do appreciate streamlining, streamlining, and... Wait, everyone's different. Yeah. Oh, oh that's how they're <laughs> judgmental. <laughs> um, Some people yeah, appreciate and, everything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> like you, the, the all-inclusive gamer. And uh, also the motion controls are, with the exception of bomb rolling, the, it's hard to do that motion where you have to like bowl the bomb. Yeah, Besides pretty, that, it's... Uh, I didn't have much fun with the bomb, but um, my brother, I found him play yesterday, and he was having a really hard time getting them like to roll. Like When he yeah. would try rolling it, it would go back to the neutral position. Yeah, it's like you have to make a really, he, he a really sweeping fast, motion yeah. to do it. Yeah, but... Um, Sometimes it's better if you stand up, but then that's like... See, I, I, I think, that's, every the time I I do think that's the problem. Is I'm trying to do it sitting down because I'm lazy. But um, besides that issue, the motion, control, motion controls work like a charm. So Zelda, definitely a very close second behind Mario Kart, Mario Kart for uh, my personal game of the year. Yeah. Uh, but how now I know you have been playing a lot of older games this year because it was kind of yeah, a yeah. year of ports and eh games. Yeah, it didn't occur there. to me at first, but like now that you brought it up, like I'm like, well, this whole year I've, I have been busy playing a bunch of games, but it never occurred to me that these games were released over five years ago. Right. Like right. One of them like in 2001, like, yeah, 10 years ago. So Yeah, no, yeah 2001. It's a 21. That's no. impossible. It predates the DS. It was oh, 2005. 2005. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so wait. six years ago. Oh, there. It came out in 2001 on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm talking about the the entire Ace Attorney series and Ghost Trick. Definitely. Well, Ghost Trick, to 2011's credit, Ghost Trick came out in January of 2011. So it could technically be your game of the year because it is from 2011. I know, but it did say all these games this year. Yeah, I know. I just I'm just them. saying. I'm just giving Ghost Trick a little credit. It's not old. It's new. No, oh, yeah. Barely, but yeah. Like, I think yeah, Ghost Trick, two weeks into 2011. No, but I, I just find it like Ghost Trick is the exception that, I don't know, I just, it just worked out nicely. Ghost Trick came out this year. Mm -hmm. I didn't pick it up until like the summer. Right, that's when I picked but it up. But it wasn't, a, but it was, but because I love the Ace Attorney series so much, it brought attention to Ghost Trick, right. and then I ended up playing that game and I loved it. Right. And the Ace Attorney series, well, I can't believe I, I don't know, I always thought, I don't know, I was always curious about picking one up, like, oh, it's a game about a lawyer, that sounds weird, and I saw the trailer for it, and I'm like, oh, the the court, the law has never been this much fun, and I don't know. Yeah. Just, I don't know, uh, I, just, I just never... <laughs> I like how that sold you on, that cheesy no, no, market. No, that's that did. Oh, that's oh that, I thought I, you were saying that's what convinced yeah, like, you. I no, like, that's I, I always saw the trailers and stuff, but like, I don't know, nothing ever like just pushed me to get it. Right. just always something else, and right. I walked into GameStop, and I saw you copy, and I picked it up, and I felt... I don't well, know, I could have told you it was good. I bought it back when they were still the shortage for the DS version of the original Phoenix Wright in 2005. There's huge shortage because Capcom didn't expect it to sell so there's like 10 copies out there oh. and I was at Nintendo World yes I, I go to New York every year so I'm always at Nintendo World and uh, they had like 5 copies so I bought one and I played it the whole plane ride back like 5 hours straight like, it, oh, wow. I could have told you it was a good game 
No, I mean, I have heard, like, good things, but I just, I don't know. Also, I guess prior to that, I never really played any, um, like, point-and-click games or text adventures. Right, right. For that part, so I just, I don't know, something about it just didn't seem appealing to me. But now you're hooked. But, yeah, I played the first one, and, I don't know, I loved everything about it. I loved the story, I loved the twist, I loved the characters, like, the, uh-huh. the wacky characters, and, I don't know, everything was just so good. But then, much to my dismay, I found out that 2 and 3 were, like, really, really hard to get and ridiculously expensive on the internet. Yeah. So I bought them through WiiWare, played them there, loved them. Then I bought part four, played it, played the spinoff, it's amazing, and... So 2011 yeah, and was Go- the year of the Phoenix yeah, for and then, you. and then Ghost Trick, just, like, capped it off neatly, like, Ghost oh. Trick has a really good animation for the DS. Yeah, like, it's, it's... So, like, it's such a cool art style. Like, it was different than, I mean, it was very different from Ace Attorney, but it, yeah. it still had the same kind of humor, the same... And it is the same development of, team. Yeah, the same kind of story structure, but it was just really good. I loved everything about all those games, like... So even though they're old, you're gonna give Ace Attorney your game of the year, just uh, because actually, that's what you spent. Actually, so I'm gonna long give playing. it to Ghost Trick. Ah, uh, since it was from this year. It, it was from this year, <laughs> and I really loved it. But like, um, but it, it's only because of Ace Attorney that I even gotcha. bothered to gotcha. go after Ghost Trick. Right, and, and you convinced me to get Ghost Trick. Yeah, like, that was all you. Like I just finished beating the spinoff game like a couple days ago, and I'm still like oh, going crazy uh, with Ace Attorney Investigation. Yeah, and I'm still going crazy. Like I just bought like. The whole every manga like there's only three hours now, but that has been released so far for Ace Attorney. Like, and now I'm looking forward to um the Phoenix versus Professor Layton. Okay, that game's gonna be awesome. Like that game, like I would have had no interest in it if it wasn't for these. And I wonder they yeah. haven't announced it for the U.S. yet. It already like clearly it's gonna come stateside. Nintendo has a vested interest in making sure it happens because Layton's huge and it would help the 3DS a lot if it came stateside, but yeah. it hasn't been announced yet. I wonder what's going on. Well, I mean, it does have an official English name now. That's true. That's, That's true. Gets the amount of time. But overall, excellent games. If for some reason you haven't played them, I really recommend getting them on WiiWare because that's probably the only way they you They define your gaming year. Yep. Really Everything, is. yeah. And the sad thing is like, I spread the, the joy of Phoenix to my little brother and he uh-huh. started getting really addicted to them, but he refuses to play them on the Wii. Because he only wants them to play on the handheld. So, so he can lounge around on the couch. So, I, so I've been struggling to find the, the actual cartridges, which is already really hard to well, do. Well, they but, were super rare when they came yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. And finding them now is going to be even harder. Right. But I managed to find one, part two, so he just beat that. Mm-hmm. But now I have to find part three. And the other day, I, the closest one, the closest copy to me was like in Costa Mesa. But when I called them, they said it was gone. What is that compared to here? Then it was... In, how, long, how long do you spend oh, driving? That was a... 40 minutes away. You drove 40 minutes? No, I didn't go. I called them. Oh, okay. And then the, and then the closest one of that was Victorville and so on. And That's nowhere near here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you basically drove all over the greater LA area. Yeah, I went to every wow. game stop I could find. I found a couple places that had Phoenix 1 and 2, but no Not Phoenix free. 3. You just get online. For 89 to $100? Never mind. No. Never mind. One thing that does piss me off, though, I did see it at a GameStop in like 10 minutes to like or fewer less away like than my house like, right really right, close right but i didn't get the tank because my brother was still playing through part one and i'm like oh, i'll just get it later but now you always that that is gonna be your downfall and then you always, was, yeah oh i want this i'm gonna wait till next time and then it's and fine. then there was one that came out recently that was 15 minutes away but i'm like oh my brother's almost done with part two i'll just wait yeah, I, and then they got it i don't mean this meanly but man you're dumb <laughs> yeah that was just, yeah that was really dumb on my part yeah so yeah. now i have to wait hopefully someone returns it but, so the year of the phoenix for you will continue into 2012 as well i guess oh yes i still yes. plan on replaying all those games yeah they're so fun so that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it that's how you're kicking off uh your 2012 i guess no uh, objections here oh god <laughs> oh man you know what i'm just gonna i'm gonna get as far away from that joke as i can and jump right into let's talk about the biggest news stories of 2011 nintendo had quite an unusual year um they had a lot of hype then they had a lot of disappointment. Then they had some hype again. And it's crazy. The 3DS, I think, is really what caused this. Uh, I don't know if anyone who remembers the fury of hype before it came out. But, man, everyone wanted that thing. It had so much positive press coming out of E3. Uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was going to be huge. And then they announced the price of 250 And it, people were like, wait, what? Then the launch lineup came out. And people were equally confused. Part, partly because, while well, there were some good games that weren't, like, great games. They weren't must-haves. They were just like, if you have a 3DS, these games might be worth getting. Like, Pilot Wings and Ridge Racer, but not, like, there's no hook well, game. Yeah, you're right. I mean, a lot of the big ones were ports in the end. I mean, at the end of the day, they were all just ports. Pretty much. Yeah, well, no, Pilot Wings was. Well, actually, Pilot Wings was a Wii Sports well, actually, Resort. Well, yeah. actually, I should say on the... Like, a lot ports of... Ports are spin-offs. Yeah. I mean, like, 
I'm surprised um like Street Fighter Four three D edition was even on the three D S to begin with. Yeah. That's it like, sold well. It sold like a million. Yeah. Probably I mean, there's nothing else to buy. Yeah, that, that was like a game I was really looking forward to since I've never owned a PS3 or an Xbox so that would have been the only way for me to play. Right, right. But yeah, so all these issues caused the three D S to kind of fizzle out. But then Nintendo was smart and did the price drop in August after everyone started saying Nintendo's doomed, Nintendo's doomed, like in the GameCube days. And yeah, we heard a lot of that from a lot of yes. kids in school. But oh, way back when. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. But then, uh, yeah, so then they turned around with the price drop. And now the 3DS seems to be back on track. Yeah, so, and, we, and we got 20 games at all times yeah, because of that. Yeah, and it wasn't just, yeah, 10 NES, 10 GBA. And it wasn't just uh, the system price drop. It was also the fact that they had a one-two punch of Mario and Mario Kart. Along with, you know, they had Zelda, they had Star Fox, they had Tetris. And while those weren't necessarily system sellers anymore, because either their ports or their games you can get for 99 cents on your iPhone, Tetris. Um, <laughs> it's still, free. you know, or free. <laughs> Yeah, Tetris again on Android. Uh, it still helped a lot. So now the 3DS needs to be back on track. But that's definitely probably the biggest Nintendo story of the year. Definitely, probably, that makes sense. Yeah. It's, that was the biggest Nintendo story of the year, no doubt. Yeah, and something else that I guess was worth mentioning was the fact that um, Operation Rainfall actually worked. And one of the games is making their way to the U.S., that being Xenoblade Chronicles. Right. And we did touch on this before, but um, apparently, but now those people that wanted it now have to all pre-order it, mm-hmm. and it's not mm-hmm. doing so well in that department. Supposedly. Supposedly. But yeah, basically, it was, yeah, it's the trifecta yeah. of uh, really Xenoblade, that last story in Pandora's Tower. Yeah. And, and they weren't going to come stateside, but they're going to be in Europe and Japan, and then the fans demanded it, and Nintendo listened. And yeah, and it's only available through Nintendo.com store. And, and GameStop. Yeah, and... GameStop approached Nintendo about it? Or Supposedly. Suppos- oh, who right. knows? I kind of doubt that, but who knows? Epic, oh, but yeah. either way, it's cool that even after Nintendo says it's not going to happen, like five months later, they were like, okay, it's happening. Yeah, I mean, so it shows the power of fans on the internet. Another random game to look forward to, I suppose. It's not really random. It's supposed to be one of the best RPGs of the year. No, I mean, as far as I... Oh, before right, the right. Year, I never right. Even... And it'll be out in April, I yeah. believe. But yeah, and the other, I guess the other big story of the year was the Wii U being unveiled at a E3 back in June. That was a confusing That unveiling. was confu- I remember we watched the press conference live, and Nintendo didn't make it clear if the Wii U was a tablet controller for the Wii or a brand new console. They kept saying it has new graphics, but they didn't show a console. And yeah. we're like, wait, is it in the controller? Is and, that where the graphics And then in the are? background, you could kind of see the console, but it looks so, it looks much, so like much like the Wii. Like the Wii. We were like, wait, oh, that's the Wii back there. What the hell? And, if, like, two, and if two of Nintendo's biggest fans, us, couldn't figure it out for like 10 minutes, Imagine what people who don't really follow are trying to figure. Like they would have no idea for like. Yeah, ever. and and all the like demos they were using, they were just like me stuff. Like, all the demos. Oh well, yeah, they were tech demos, but all the demos were really. No, but that's just like shows. Like, oh, I see. People were getting right. even more confused because they were also incorporating um Wii Motes into it. Right. Like that's what's weird, and this is one of the things I think led to a bit of a bad reaction to the 3DS is that it only supports one of the tablet controllers. The right 3DS, now. the Wii. U. I mean, yeah, thank you, the Wii. U. It only supports one of the uh, tablet. I heard it was two now. It might be two, but Nintendo for a while is like one tablet and four Wiimotes, so five people. But that doesn't make sense. And we don't know the online infrastructure. Basically, there's way more questions than answers. Yeah, five people is a weird number. Yeah. Luckily, they're um, luckily they're re-unveiling it at E3 this coming June here in 2012. And they are going to hopefully explain everything a lot better. Well, they were kind. They kind of need to, and hopefully the console has a more uh, distinct look. Yeah, it doesn't look like a rounded off hybrid of the Wii and the original 360. Yeah, yeah. But um, and so that's coming up. And speaking of things coming up, Nintendo's gonna have a big year, I think. I think like uh, we should. Pro- I think, think it's should, gonna be a tough year. It's gonna be a tough year, but it's gonna be a big year because they have the 3DS finding its footing, and they have the Wii U. And the Vita coming out. Yeah, but it'll be it'll be interesting. I think. Um, well, I think my biggest prediction for 2012, let's jump into the future now, my biggest prediction for 2012 is probably that the Wii U, everything's going to click. It all makes sense. It might take Nintendo a little effort, but it will click, and when it comes out, I think it'll do at least well. It might, it might not, it's probably not going to be the runway success that the Wii U, or that the Wii was, but I think the Wii U will hold its own. Um, I mean, they're definitely going to have a more cohesive plan for the console. They're going to have, they're gonna, it's going to be coming out. It's not going to be like a theater, like, here's some future tech. Last year, it's gonna be like here's what we're doing in six months during the holidays. So they're gonna have to have something, and I'm sure um, they'll do a much better job presenting it during E3 2012 because they admitted right after E3 last year that they screwed up the presentation and didn't properly explain it. So plus, there's Pikmin 3 for it. Oh, Pikmin 3. Yes, I I love the, the game, Pikmin game. The game we've been waiting for since 2007. Yeah, 
But the the one thing potential issue I see with the Wii U is it could repeat the steps of the Wii where it becomes the weakest console of the three. Yes, right now it's slightly surpassed it matches or slightly surpasses the three sixty and the PS three, but it's only a matter of time before a new Xbox and a new PlayStation. Yeah. We could see them at E three. There's rumors that CES which takes place this coming week in Vegas, Microsoft might build a new Xbox or at least talk about um, it. So and, we and it'll and be the, interesting. And the and the graphical prowess of the count of the PS3 and the Xbox is already pretty impressive. Like games like Skyrim and those things, right. like, they need to almost photo realistic. Not yeah, quite, honestly, but yeah. Honestly, the next gen consoles like might not be a graphic thing. It might just be different. Connect 2.0 for Xbox or something. Yeah, I think it's just going to be more of a connectivity. So if that's house. the case, yeah, if that's the case, maybe it won't. Like be maybe a big... support bigger games. Right. Because a lot of like Skyrim had going back to Skyrim. Um, mm-hmm. The PlayStation had a lot of trouble running it. Right. Like after a couple save files, yeah. the game would start glitching out. Yep, I remember reading and about that. Not even playable. Not, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how the Wii U fares in that whole scheme of things. But I think Nintendo, at least on their part, got a much more unified front for the Wii U, and it's going to be very clear what it is, how it works, what the online is. At least I'm hoping. Maybe I'm being a wishful thinker here, but I'm really hope- I really think Nintendo's going to get their act together with the Wii U. Yeah. What about what's your biggest prediction? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I'm really horrible with predictions, but I guess, um, I don't know, that, I don't really have one. Just, I guess, like, it's more I hope the 3DS does really well, or does, or I think, I think it could. I mean, this year... I mean, it has a lot of good games coming out, but... Exactly. This year it has, let's see, uh, there's Mario Tennis, the return of the classic Mario sports game, opposed to, like, Sports Mix and all those Square Enix ones, uh, developed ones. Kid Icarus is coming out, Luigi's Mansion 2 is coming out, Animal Crossing is coming out, those are all big games, but particularly Animal Crossing. But I do see what you're saying, like, hopefully, because there aren't really, I can't think of, are there any AAA titles coming out that they've announced thus far? I'm sure at E3 they'll announce something, maybe a Zelda, yeah. or a Metroid. Even Metroid's not as AAA as it used to be, though, other M. No, yeah, fucking other M. But, <laughs> <laughs> other M, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Nintendo does. I think it'll, the momentum, I hope the momentum will continue. I think it could. But once the sales are over from the holidays and once all the, you know, there's no Mario Kart, there's no Mario platformer. Those are out. So what are they going to yeah, do? I um, mean, if I do have to make any kind of predictions, is that the Ace Attorney movie, that's a live-action one, in Japan is going to suck. Oh, well, yeah. Phoenix's hair doesn't even look like it. Yeah, I'm already... Well, that's hard to recreate. It's kind of spiky and big and anime-looking. Yeah, but they didn't even try. I, yeah, I would. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not even gonna get started on it. Yeah, too and late. Too late. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm not gonna get more into it. And um, that. I guess it's also more of a hope. I really hope Ace Attorney Five gets announced. Right. right. Actual sequel, not because this Phoenix versus Layton is more of a spinoff. I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course it's a spinoff. It is a spinoff. But yeah, one way or another, it will be an interesting. 2012 will be an interesting. Yeah, year. lots of games. To Lots of games, play. not very many announced ones. But there's, it, there's gonna have to be an onslaught. Ooh, and Rhythm Heaven. Rhythm Heaven. Will it sell well? In, th- oh, Rhythm Heaven Fever. On yeah. The Wii. What do you think? Rhythm it's Heaven thirty dollars. That will help it. It's budget priced, but when it comes out in February, I don't know. It's kind of a weird time to release a game. Only, I think it'll do decently. It's not gonna be like a runaway hit, Ooh. but it'll hold its own. Will we get a new Pokemon? Like, oh, will we get Pokemon like Gray next year? If the pattern if- continues, yeah. But then the real question is, is it going to be for 3DS? Because we were just, I was just saying that there's no AAA title. I say it is not going to be for 3DS. I say it might be some sort of, like, you know how, like, Game Boy and Game Boy Color, like, they released Crystal for Color, mm-hmm. but it worked on, was it Crystal that worked on? No, yeah. Crystal only worked on Color. Yeah, oh. They might, because Crystal, uh, no, you're right, you're Silver right. worked on both, and Crystal didn't, so maybe they gray. The 3DS sales are up enough that they could go 3DS the Pokemon only. would really, really help. That would be the AAA title. That would be the AAA title it needs. That, Zelda, Metroid. And if they released it in March, like the other Pokemon games that have been coming out. Oh, no, they were announced in March. It came out in September in Japan. Right. So if it comes out in September in Japan, we're not getting it till March. They released Pokemon games in March. And in if the, the Wii U comes out in around November... It's interesting because there's some speculation it might come out as early as September. The Wii U? Mm-hmm. Hmm. At least in Japan, but we'll see. But would they really put Pokemon in Wii U? Oh, no, 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 that's good. I was just... No, no, I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, if all this... Stadium. They do something like Pokemon Stadium. Not a full-fledged. Oh, hmm. Apparently, the Wii U... There's some rumors going around the Wii U might have an app store as well, so... It looks like they're really going to take advantage of that tablet controller and use it like a tablet. Like an iPad. So, hmm. we'll see. Then I won't need to buy one. Not that I want one. <laughs> I really don't, actually, but... Yeah, well, it'll be an interesting year one way or another. That's for sure. 2012, definitely, there's definitely going to be a lot of news and games and 
things of that nature <laughs> coming up, but it's just going to be a matter of time until we figure out what they are, when they are. Yep. But, of course, we'll be there every step of the way, every two weeks. You can still expect a new podcast from us. And, um, as always, we would love to hear comments on this podcast. So head over to randomtown.com, leave us a comment on episode four, the year that was. Yeah, tell us what worked, what didn't work, what you'd like to see. What are your predictions for 2012? We shared ours. What do you think? Do you think there are any AAA? Do you consider any of the 3DS's current lineup AAA? Will the Wii U bomb? Will it succeed? Let us know. and we'll just, Maybe we'll share some thoughts, some of your thoughts on the Yeah, who will win between the Vita and the 3DS next year? Oh, right now it looks like the 3DS is winning. Yeah, but, but yeah. I don't know. The PSP never did as well in the States than it did in Japan. It was more popular Right, over and there. now the Vita's bombing in Japan, so maybe it'll be better in the States. Is that what you're thinking? Like, it'll reverse? Yeah, people do like things with power. That's true. Well, we'll see. <laughs> but <laughs> but either way, um, yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of the Podcast. Have a happy new year, and we will see you in two weeks.